When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Guys, I've sent off over 80 cards to PSA for grading. I'm mm-hmm. I'm good right now. Your boy is your boy is sitting on like a five month roller coaster since we were talking about Carolyn. Do they send you updates? Uh, I can go online and check the account and find out where in the process it is. But like I the mean, Domino's pizza meter. Sort of. <laughs> Folks, welcome to Hand in the Dirt, a gardening podcast about football, really a lifestyle podcast. we got a lot of gardening and like lawn stuff to get into today, and I want to introduce you guys to my co-host, Stephen Hartzell. What's up, buddy? Good hey, to be man. here. Good to be yeah, here. Yeah, excited. And then my other co-host is uh, Michael Serber. I'm also excited, and it is good to be here. So I want to talk about something, and I want to let fans know that this might happen live on air. It might not happen, but we're recording in a slot we don't usually record on, which is Wednesday when the show usually has dropped by now, but we had it, but basketball basically screwed us over, right? Uh, yeah, I'll take the, I'll, I'll, I am, I am responsible for this. Yes. I, I was in Nashville last week, uh, to work and our normal Friday morning, Friday afternoon taping was occupied with, I almost said bad basketball. It wasn't bad basketball, but sec tournament basketball without fans and without Kentucky being good. Not yeah, that's the bad. same. Not the same. I'll say it. I'll be. I'll be glad to say it. I wasn't there. It was bad. Yeah, I don't. I don't know because I didn't see any. Bama's of it, a basketball school. Who knew? Who knew? Oh, come on. I just they got beat done. by Clemson this year. So uh, okay. very good. If we're gonna if we're gonna talk about work stuff, I literally yesterday we're recording on Wednesday. Tuesday, I wrapped shooting twenty one NFL draft videos, and you can't call Bama a basketball school when they they were. Probably of the 20, we did 26, and I, I, there's a whole thing I can get into about that. But they were a fifth, a, a fifth, almost a quarter of the videos that we did for probable first-round draft picks. Yeah, I got a, I got a hot take here. Alabama, I mean, they, I think they're a little bit better at football. Like, they're okay. Do we want to break <laughs> them down? Where do, how do they find so much success? Let's talk about it. <laughs> no, what I want to talk about is um, – I went into the office on Monday expecting to shoot 26 videos in roughly 90 minutes. 
Now, for those of you that don't know, that is hard to do. It means you don't mess up. And these are 90 second to 120 second videos. And I have to hit all the pause points, do the touch screen, all this. Do you, you understand what I'm saying? You're trying to be one take Mikey. Oh, yeah. Listen, one take king over here, dude. I'm a sniper. One shot, one kill. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Put him up on the hill. Yeah. And um, I get in there, but then we have login issues with the computer that does the touch screen. Oh, boy. Yes. So we spent 65 minutes trying to figure out the login. You don't get paid by the hour? <laughs> they have a show coming in. Like You're joking, but you have a show coming in on the backside of it. So I only have from 1.30 until 3 to get these done. I, I, my anxiety is already starting to increase just hearing this. Then they added in. They needed me to shoot stuff for upfronts and for, yeah, for upfronts and for the, the sales package. Which, as I'm sure you know, usually gets priority. And the teleprompter wasn't working. Another time just gone away. So we had like a 15-minute window. I shot five videos in that window, but the screen was being kind of glitchy. So we didn't get that much done. <laughs> I'm so not I laughing to... at you. I'm, I'm laughing with you. Oh, it was, it's nobody's fault. It's like, you know, it's stuff that hasn't been used since I used it in football season. Right. So they're like, I don't know what's going on. We, have, we never used this. We don't, we don't do anything with this. Who knows? And then I had to go back on Tuesday. And then Tuesday, we were fired up, ready to rock and roll. I shot my video through the prompter in two takes. I got it in one take. They wanted to get a backup take. So I shot it in one, then did a backup take. I'm really bad at like reading out loud, like from prompter, not from like out loud to people, not out loud, like to my kid. Hang on. Is it your script or is it scripted for you? It was scripted for me. So it wasn't in my voice. Ah. So I have to go ahead. Do you run your own prompter or like, do you have a button or a foot switch or no, they run it from, they run it from the booth. That's harder too. Yeah. They run it from the booth. But it's not in my voice. So I have to add in like my flair. Mm -hmm. Your steez. Yes. Yeah. I got to, I got to get, yeah. I got to get, a, I mean, listen, we got to throw some sauce on it. <laughs> but I'm throwing sauce on it on the fly. Not like I'm not, I didn't type the sauce into the script. I didn't change the script at all. I just add the sauce into the script as I go. Just adding babies left and right. Uh, I think I added a baby. I definitely added a y'all and said you and I got I got in a and you know we got that and I said I said and you know we got Roy Williams out there at the Red River Shootout, Texas taking on Oklahoma. <laughs> but I add the sauce. But we got it done. We got 21 videos shot. They're all in the can. A ton of Bama guys. Uh, we got Trevor Lawrence and Travis ATN from Clemson for you there, Cerber. Um, we got stadium. I love it. Yeah, dude. Talking Trevor and I, the big thing with Trevor I talked about is him fitting in the locker room and showed the clip of him scoring that touchdown against Miami where he spikes the ball in the guy's face and then just yells at him. And I'm like, see, this is the guy that you want. <laughs> but I, I almost said there ain't no bitch in him, but that, <laughs> I would have had to reshoot the video. So I didn't do that. Uh, I got Carlos Basham in there. Boogie. Yes. Yeah. And I said that um, Carlos Basham. This guy's going to boogie in the NFL. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. Yeah. You like to make your defensive line dance? Put a little oh, boogie yeah. in it. 
There we go. I damn, that's better. I know. I felt really good about it after I said it, but I didn't want to tell you I thought it was better. Damn it. Well, let me tell you something. I so what everyone's watching me do this, right? Like my whole team, like we've got our floor directors there, our camera op is there, Edgar and Andrea, and they're there, and then people in the booth. And Andrea, at one point, she's like, you're just motoring through these. And I was like, oh, you don't know this. But when I was at Bleach Report, there were, I used to have to shoot 40 videos a week. <laughs> and she's like, what? I was like, yeah, one day I go up into my extra bedroom and shoot 40 videos. And only a third of the videos would get published because it was a third or a quarter of the videos. Like, so if I shoot 40 videos, 10 videos come out because they're all recruiting videos of what player X means to team Y, and it's before they commit. And we release the video instantly when they commit. So I'm shooting a video for like, um, like Rashawn Gary, right? He had what he had Michigan, Alabama and Clemson as his top mm -hmm. three. So we had so three videos, three videos. And then they just <laughs> released the one video. When I was making them, I would be so pissed off. <laughs> like, I would, because I would just, like, knowing. It, after I think I got to the second, no, no, no. I would say, yeah, second video for everyone. I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. It paid off. It worked well. And it also taught me, make sure you hook the video on the top and at the bottom. Give social something to tweet out. So I'm like, whether it's a player comparison, I'm like, Caleb Farley, this guy can be another Richard Sherman. Okay, we can put that into the tweet. Or it's... um. Mac Jones, I compared him to Josh Freeman, and I was like, doesn't have the same arm strength, but what he is is a guy that if you put him in the right situation, he's smart enough and crafty enough to be successful. You're generating the copy for them. Yes. If, as long as they watch the videos. Yeah, as long as they're not dumb. So who knows what's going to happen. But, um, yeah, that was work this week, and I think I'm interviewing Peyton Ramsey. By the time people are listening to this, I think I'm going to be locked into an interview with Peyton Ramsey on a new thing that I'm trying to produce at some point called Four Hard Downs, where the average college football drive is two minutes and 16 seconds. And I take that, I get four questions in in that amount of time, and then we get out of there. That's good. Yeah. So I'm always coming, I'm coming up with content, man. And so that was work talk, and that was enough college football, I think, for me, unless you guys want to talk more about it. Uh, no. No, okay. I'm I'm, I'm enjoying my break from, from college foots right now. I'm good. Yeah, same. All right, so we got a lot of light talk topics before we get into some gardening stuff because we're going to help Serber with his yard. We're going to talk about what Hartzell's got going on in his yard, and I'm going to talk about my plants because they got a little leggy. But first... Marilyn mentioning in our last episode uh, that her first date was at Applebee's. What was y'all's first date with your spouse? Ooh, that's a good question. I Server. don't have to think about it because um, <laughs> I remember it. <laughs> uh, um, uh, we went to a Japanese restaurant called Sakura. Mm -hmm. I, and I'm counting that as the first date because that was after I'd asked her, like, hey, you want to go on a date? Um, yeah, but you know, the first like yeah, yeah, yeah. But we had we did a hangout like a couple weeks before. We uh, went to a friend of mine show. I invited her out to my friend's show. It's like, hey, you want to hang out? And so, you know, just to see if we were still if we still vibed, and we did. And then we went on a date like two weeks later. Two weeks later to a, a Japanese restaurant here in Winston. Nice. I I met my wife at Tavern on the Tracks. Asked her out on a date, and then our first date was at Thomas Street Tavern. 
And then I did the, I was like, I like this. I like this lady. And then we went over, my, my friends happened to be over at Whiskey Warehouse. So we walked over there and had drinks. It was a first date. Yeah. So it was, uh, uh, go ahead. No, no, I, I'm, I'm struggling here because the first several dates I went on with my wife weren't, it wasn't just the two of us. There were like other people involved. Does that still like count? Double dates or what? No, I, it was I, like a I, group setting type of thing. It was. I was. I'm saying that doesn't count just because I didn't count that one for for mine. Uh, because like w- my wife and I had known each other since high school. We'd both been out of high school. Her a couple years, me for like three or four years, and so like we knew each other as well. We hung out that time, but then like when it, I think a date is just for a. Anyway, like a first date, it's just the two of you doing something together. Yeah, like a group. Like you got. So did you guys go on group hangs? But you were together, like walking in the group, holding hands. No, no, no. We were, you know, we, you know. It was like it was, it was building. It was, it was okay like developing from afar. Um, first were, date. Wait, wait. What, what were you doing with your eyes? <sighs> <laughs> oh, we got another. We got. Listen, did you guys see that? Did you guys see? The thing I put in the doc. I saw. Speaking it. of what you're doing with your eyes, I saw it. I felt vindicated. I thought it was great. Somebody else is on the same page as me. Kyle, you think Kyle Kuzma was on your same page? Yeah, he was using it in a in a term. He was using it in in terms that was like, "I'm out to get you." Like this is not okay. Not I want to make love to you. That's the that that was the expression that he was. See anyway. when I when I read that, I read it as. Kyle Kuzma, I fucking LeBron was like, "Come on, baby, come on, baby, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give yeah. it to me." Yeah, like he's looking at like he's looking at LeBron like dead ass. Come on, come on, give it to me, give it to me. Like I need it, I need it. Yeah, I didn't read it. I, I that's not my, that was not my takeaway. No, maybe I okay. misread the context. It's very possible it's happened before. He wanted LeBron to give him the ball to take the shot. Oh, I thought he was like mad because he wasn't getting the ball. No, he's like, "Give me the ball. Come on, give it to me." Hmm. Okay, well, but back to so you and your you and you and you and your wife, couple a couple of hangs, and then what's uh, your first date? Restaurant in Athens called the Last Resort. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that was it. It was like a lunch spot, crab that's cakes, you, penne that's pasta. What you were for her, man. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember. Get, the, I mean, get it, the trigger fish sandwich. I miss I miss that place, man. Athens has some phenomenal restaurants, man. It's not all about underachieving in college football. They've got good food there too. Yeah, man. We um we ate we stayed at the Foundry, I believe, when I was there. Yeah, it's a spot. And then we ate it. What's the steakhouse that's right on the corner on that main little drag? I don't remember the name of it. We Porterhouse, um, but, Porterhouse, maybe. I think it might be that, but yeah. somebody will somebody will email us in and tell us how what we were what we were wrong about. But either way, we going to a steakhouse in Athens in July. Oh, undefeated, dude! That place in the summer was amazing. I mean, it was, it's it, it awesome. Empties out. It's it's beautiful. No disrespect, yeah. but it's just a different feeling completely. Yeah, listeners, if you have good first date stories, let me know. I will also tell another story. The first time I spent the night with my wife, the morning after, my alarm goes off. And my alarm is, Carly Simon, you're so vain. (laughs) Why? Oh, because the song is about me. See, I feel like we've cracked that joke on you before, and you have not appreciated it. (laughs) We're talking about younger me, though. Not new me. 
where I sacrifice and you know for my whole family. So did you time. get up and go? Did you bail? No, got up. We had to go back and get my car. We only had one car. We had to go back get the car. It's all good. I've got you beat. I've got Uh-oh. you beat on that front. So the first time I spent the night with my wife, I was doing local radio in the morning. Oh, you had to leave at like three. <laughs> I had the six to ten a.m. show. <laughs> Like, I had to be up and out at, like, 4.30. So the alarm goes off. I'm like, dirty dip. Don't Mm-mm. leave. I'm like, don't leave. I'll be back. Just like that. I said it just like that, too. Just like that? Smooth? And I was like, don't, don't leave. I'll be back. I came back. Or did you say, I'll be back? Got breakfast. And that's all she wrote. I mean, after, after that, it was just. You're a game I mean, changer. I mean, it was literally just, oh, good stuff. But yeah, yeah. That, that morning show life, dude. I used to fall asleep at my friend's house at like 8.30, like unintentional. Like I just like fall asleep on the couch. And it yeah, stuck with me to this day. It's beautiful. That is, that's rough. I remember the girl I was dating in college. She lived right next to the bar that I used to work at. And I would just walk across to, the, to, to stay at her place. And then we had 6 a.m. workouts. And at 5.15, my alarm would go off. And I was just like, well... I guess I'm dragging my ass to the football center now. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Um, also, speaking of Applebee's, I forgot to tell you guys this. One time, I accidentally spit on a pregnant lady in an Applebee's. Yeah, I saw this in the doc, man. You're gonna have to put some context around this because I'm. So uh, yeah, yeah. I'm putting. Con- I'm not. A, I'm not a monster. I'm not. A, I'm not a monstrous human being. It was 100% an accident, and I still to this uh, day, I do blame my cousin for this. The, it was a pregnant bartender at Applebee's. My family was down for a family reunion in Perry, Georgia, which is where we're from. Shout out to Houston County. And you know about Houston County? I know that you can always tell who's not a full-time high school football scores guy on Friday nights driving around Georgia when they pronounce it Houston County. Yes. Oh, 100%. I've, I've had to correct so many people when we're talking about Jake Fromm and where he's from high school. Because he went to, I think he went to Houston County High School. Or he went to, did he go to Macon? Did he went to, I think he went to Houston County. And yes, I've had to correct many people that pronounce it Houston. And I'm like, that's not what it is. Um, we're in town for a family reunion. There are not a lot of hotel options in Perry, Georgia, if you wouldn't believe. So we had to stay at some like, you know, budget hotel. And there was an Applebee's next to it. And so my family, and this is no bullshit. It is me and my first cousins. So it's. Me, my brother, my brother's not my brother. My brother's not my cousin. He's my brother. But then our first cousins, Heather, Tyrone, Danielle, we're all there hanging out. And then my uncle, Jeffrey, and my dad, and I think another one of our like second cousins or something was there. But we're at the Applebee's. We're sitting up to the bar. We've already eaten dinner. So now this is just us drinking at Applebee's because that's the bar at this place. And it's an easy walk from the hotel. And we're telling, my cousin is telling me a story about eating something bad and it didn't sit well with him. And I was like, did you throw up or did you have to do like a number two? And we're about to take a shot at tequila as like a family. It's really nice. And he goes, no, I had to take a number three. And as we're getting ready to take the shot, I'm like, what's the number three? And then we're like toasting. And he goes, oh, it's when you pee out of your butthole. And... And I spit out my shot, like, directly onto the bartender who was, like, mixing up a drink. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I feel awful. Had to leave a big tip. It was a nightmare. 
truly a nightmare. <laughs> but as you can see, I added context. It's clearly an accident. And if you were drinking something right then, Cerber, you would have spit it out. Yeah, I would have. 100%. You'd have got a spit take from me. I mean, I don't know. Like, have you ever heard of that? Nah, usually when I think number three, I think seven-time Winston Cup champion, 78 career wins. <laughs> oh, that leads us to something Passing else I wanted to talk I want to talk. That's something else I was going to talk about. I watched Days of Thunder this week. Yes. Hell yeah. Is it the best sports movie or the greatest sports movie? Oh, God. God, the, the drafting scene? Dude, it's so good. And then the ride at Carowinds? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I only got to ride that, I think, twice before they... Oh. But I remember, wasn't it Kyle Petty in the beginning yes. of the yeah of the ride? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe... Uh, I think it was Richard. Was it? I think it was Kyle Petty, because my memory... Like, I, I, I have somewhat of a photographic memory. When I close my eyes, I see long, curly black hair with mirrored shades, which is, which is why I think it was Kyle Petty, because at that point, Richard would have been old and, like... Like, cause that movie came out in what ninety? Ninety, yeah. Yeah, so the ride would have happened around ninety one, and I think Richard Petty retired. Uh, nineteen ninety two, nineteen ninety three, something like that. Um, he so, was still doing stuff though, dude. Like I remember, he used to go to Speed Street all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, well, he owned Richard Petty uh, Motorsports, yeah. so uh, you know he was still heavily involved. Yeah, I I'm not him sure. At Speed Street. I, yeah, for some reason, I want to say it was Kyle Petty that was in the thing, but regardless. The ride was awesome. The movie's awesome. It's got a great cast. Yeah, it it really does take me back to being at home. And every time I get homesick, I pop it on. Yes. There's so many there's so many lines that I use that no one gets. Like I'll just say like I'm gonna drop the hammer. I'll just yeah. say it around the house when I'm cleaning. It's like time to drop the hammer. <laughs> Nobody knows what I mean. <laughs> Hartzell, you have a problem with us saying that this is a good movie. I mean, look, you, it's a homer pick, man. You're, you're, you, both of you are Carolina boys. Mm -hmm. It's yes. not the greatest sports movie ever or the best. What it is? Might, it might be the best North Carolina sports movie of all time. What, what is, what's no better? Question. It's, I think that's not, there's no doubt about that. What is the best sport? What do you think is, what do you think is better than Days of Thunder? Oh, boy. Um... It's a I mean, Bruckheimer film. It's, hang, it's got it's Jerry hang, Bruckheimer. Hang on, I I have answers here. It's it's all okay. about what I mean. Do you want to go? So if you're going baseball, we've got to go Field of Dreams or The Natural. If you're going basketball, I think we're going Hoosiers or Hoop Dreams. Hoop Dreams is a documentary. All right, it's different. It's also about three and a half hours long, but that's an epic. Mm. I mean, you've yet to name one better than Days of Thunder. Caddyshack. Exactly. That's nope. not. That's a comedy. It's a it's, sports movie. Vaguely, really, like it is so little of it is about golf. <sighs> yeah. Lots of there, it is about there's golf. so much. There's so much real shit in Days of Thunder, and it's out of its time talking about head injuries for drivers. Oh, Lord. oh yeah. Oh, no, no, no. God. Nobody. Would, hang on, hang on. What are you going to dismiss that NASCAR drivers struggle? I, I think you guys like are... football players with CTE and head injuries because these wrecks that happen. This is the thing that pisses me off when we start talking about NASCAR is people start to dismiss it as not a sport and not an athletic feat to do it. But you see these motherfuckers in these cars bouncing around, like getting thrown around. Have you been in a car? I've never been in a NASCAR. Okay. But I, have. but I know it is not smooth. Tell us about it. I have. So when we went to the Continental Tire Bowl, one of the activities 
was going on the uh, Richard Petty driving experience. Yeah, at Charlotte, right? Yeah, at the at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And so we did it. Let me tell you one thing. Watching a 300-pound guy try to get into a NASCAR is hilarious. <laughs> um, two, it is brutal on your body. We didn't even drive. We just did ride-alongs. Yeah. It's rough on we your just, back. Like It's rough on your back. It's rough on your joints. It's rough on, like, the whole deal. But yep. we did it. We did it. And it was really fun. And I can tell you one thing. It was one of the things we were better at Boston College at. They had a lot of guys not decline. Not um. They had a lot of guys decline to get in the car. Yeah. And then at the eating after that, also we were better at that than them. Now, did they beat us in the game? Absolutely. That's fine. North Carolina is a racing state. Massachusetts yeah. is a football state. It was un. But it was. It's being in a NASCAR is unbelievable. So all I gotta say, Hartzell, is Days of Thunder. Come on, man. Cole Trickle, Tom Cruise, early Tom Cruise. What about can... Mike, Michael Rooker also in an early oh, role before dude. anybody knew? Hey, I have, there's a tidbit on that. Did you know? Do you know who was originally supposed to play the Rooker part? No, who? Dale Earnhardt, senior. He oh, turned he... you. This is amazing. He turned it down because he said he didn't want to play the bad guy. He is the bad guy. I know. That's what's amazing. He's like, no, I don't want to play the bad guy. So that's why Dale Earnhardt didn't play that part. His entire career is – the Barry Pepper movie is about him being the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean, he was the bad guy. Everyone booed him. Like, Yeah. He, it's, he's I, remembered I, fondly now, but at sure. the time, like, he caught the bird from half the track. He was mean. Yeah, he was an asshole. Like, there's one, there's one race at Bristol a year before he died in 1999. He – like, Terry Labonte is whooping his ass. He has no chance to beat Terry Labonte. Terry Labonte gets four tires on the last stop with, like, ten to go. Earnhardt's on these tires that are, like, 100 laps old. He, and he just, he just literally just spins fucking Labonte out in the final turn, just spins him out, and then gets out of the car. He's like, well, I didn't mean to wreck him. I just meant to rattle his cage. And, like, they asked Terry Labonte. They told, they said, they said, he said he didn't mean to wreck you, and Terry Labonte just, stunk, just looks straight at the camera and says, you believe well, that? he never means to wreck anyone. It just happens. <laughs> Yeah, all the time. <laughs> oh my goodness, Hartzell, are you are you not enjoying NASCAR Nation? I, I mean, you guys might as well be doing a pro wrestling podcast. I can't contribute. That's not the same. It is the same for me because I don't watch it. I don't root for it, and I have no frame of reference. I used to watch NASCAR a lot. Now I've stopped. It's really kind of cooled on me. But that's all. That's most sports in general. I've I've really kind of backed off how much sports I'm watching. But I did used to watch NASCAR a lot, and I did get very excited. When my guy was rolling around, Juan Pablo Montoya. Oh, uh, yes. You like He's Juan Pablo, huh? You know, yeah. You know Juan Pablo's on TV now. He's in the booth for the Xfinity series. That's a good-looking guy. That's I why. I did not know that. And he is good-looking. But yeah, no, I was a Juan Pablo guy. Juan Pablo guy was happy to see him cross over from the, the open-wheel racing. Mm -hmm. He never really got the hang of the, the you know, the oval track or the D track or whatever. But on those road races, he was always a threat. Yep. My grandma, growing up, my grip. So growing up in my life, my grandparents watched every sport. Like it's very funny. Like my wife, when my when my grandparents were when we used to go to Fayetteville. Excuse me. Oh God, she was like, your grandparents just have the sports on the TV all day. They just keep finding new sports to watch. Everything: golf, NASCAR, tennis, soccer, hockey. If it's a sport, they're gonna watch it. And my grandma, growing up, she was a my like when I was growing up, she's a huge Jeff Gordon fan. She just Wonder thought Boy. he was, she thought he was the cutest, 
and sweetest guy out there. So that's when I started watching NASCAR. And then I just, like, you grow up in North Carolina, you just watch NASCAR, and, you, like, you get to go to races. And they used to give us free tickets to races in school. Did you ever Did you ever do short track, local short tracks at all mm, growing up? No, I didn't. Nev, not, a, not, a, not, a short, not a local short, no, short track guy. I went to Bowman Gray here in Winston-Salem every Saturday from the time I was, like, Ooh. I don't know, 11 when I moved here until just recently. <laughs> I love the local <laughs> short track, like people fighting in the infield. And Bowman Gray yeah. is one of the most historic racetracks in the history of NASCAR. I like that. See, listen, okay, you know what? NASCAR, we're going to close the we're going to close the book on NASCAR Nation. We're going to bring Hartzell back into the conversation because he's who people really come here for. The heartbeats. Yeah, let's not kid ourselves. We we I know we spent t we spent too long not indulging the heartbeats on what they really needed to hear. So I don't things. know if I agree with any of that part, by the way. But I mean, look, I have been to Carowinds and I've been on that ride. That's the wooden roller coaster ride, right? No, that's oh, no, the that's road. the that's the hurler. I've been on that yeah. one too. Oh, the yeah, hurler that's is World. different. So that yeah, Wayne's hurler World is, is the hurler. Yeah, Thunder Thunder Road is the dueling tracks. That, I don't know if that that's exists. That's the simulator anymore. thing. I've been on that thing too because I I don't do like uh, loop de loops and figure eights and stuff. I don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm more of like a log plume kind of guy. But I got have it, been got on it, those. got it. No, we um Carowinds, oh. by the way, dude. When when we all get dosed, can we go to Carowinds yes. like a hand in the dirt like excursion? That'd be fun, I, man. I haven't been to Carowinds since I was a child. I haven't been to Carowinds in twenty five years, so yeah, I think same. we're due. Yeah, I, I, I think we're due. All right, we're gonna we're due. I haven't been to Carowinds since. Oof, I guess middle school. We didn't go in high school. And you lived in Charlotte. That's that's yeah. something too. Like it was oh, right there. I live so close to Carowinds now. At my like where my house is, I live so close to Carowinds now. <laughs> Like your I daughter, just, your daughter would all the time be like, "Can we? Can we? Go? Can we go to Carowinds?" Yeah. Like, Listen, I don't. <laughs> uh, I'll stand on the side while you ride. Season pass. Yes. They used to give teachers free tickets, and if they went unclaimed, so they used to give teachers like 10, 15 t free tickets to Carowinds. You had to go to the state employees credit union to pick them up, mm -hmm. and if. You know, by the end of the school year, or after, right after, like the like in July, after the school year's been over for a while, they just have all these extra tickets. So my mom would just go grab more, and we just went to Carowinds a lot. All right, let's get into this. We got to get to sneakers, then we got to get to gardening. Um, oh, we got to also talk Top Shot because I got a well, Top Shot first. I got to log in, baby. That doesn't mean anything. I got a Dapper account to put money in. Okay, you're on your way, but talk to me when you get some packs. How close are you to this? I don't want it. I don't. I, I look. Okay. I, I've. I have sent off, guys. I've sent off over eighty cards to PSA for grading. Mm -hmm. I'm. I'm good right now. Your boys. Your boy is sitting on like a, a five month roller coaster since we were talking about Carolyn. Do they send you updates? Uh, I can go online and check the account and find out where in the process it is. But like I the mean, Domino's Pizza Meter. Sort of. <laughs> Yeah, same concept. My point is, dudes, I'm getting slabs back in the mail, and they're not probably coming until July or August, but when they come, oh boy, get ready. Uh, shouts to you, though, for getting the NBA Top Shot account. I'm excited for you. Uh, I can't wait to see you uh, pull the trigger on some, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of a guy. Timothy Mozgov, baby hooks in the lane. I can't wait for that. I'm rooting for you. 
No, I like here's the thing. I just wanted to get I got it. I got access now. Okay. Now I got to up. Here's the problem. And I'm going to bring this up because Jason Concepcion, you know who that is, right? No. Network on Twitter. Okay. Got it. Ben, binge Mo the ringer. Okay. Yep. I'm with you. He said one of the biggest issues with Top Shot is they don't have a reliable way to get the money out. They being dapper. Ah, interesting. Yeah, I was listening to him on how did this get played? And he was talking about Top Shot with a comedian, Nick Weiger, both of whom already have some Top Shots. I think he spent $36 on a... Weiger spent $36 on a JaVel McGee dunk or something. And they didn't say how much money Concepcion and his friend had to go have these on something. And his friend's wife called him and was like, his friend called him and said, can you explain to my wife what we spent this money on? <laughs> so no the answer is no. Yeah. They kept trying to explain it. And Kristen, my wife is listening to it and she's like, none of it makes, it doesn't make sense. It's just, it's like you're throwing money into a hole. But the it's dapper, real money for fake stuff. Right. But the dapper account, like, let me, like, you're going to buy some top shots. You're going to try to buy some top shots. Are you then just going to keep them or are you going to then flip them on the market? I'll flip them on the market. Like, I don't, like, the, the thing that I just, I'll flip it on the market. That's fine. But then that money is going to be back in your dapper account and you're going to have to find a way. This is the, this is the thing with Bitcoin that is such a struggle for people. Yes, you have that's to, the problem. You have to then convert that dapper quan into, you know, an actual wire transfer into your bank account. And that is, it's not rocket science, but it's not as easy as like, you know, Venmo or PayPal. It's, it's different because it's digital currency. Yeah. So how do you, like, how do I do that? I don't know, man. I've never, I don't, I don't, I don't fucks with dapper. You're, I have no idea. You're not able to, you're not able to, so. All right, well, on the subject of Bitcoin, then, you're not able to link a bank account to your Absolutely. account? Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's exactly how you do it. Yeah. Oh, that's easy, then. How, how is that different than Venmo or PayPal? That's the exact same thing. Um, because you have a Bitcoin address, and it's like a string of numbers and letters, and that has to be copied and pasted in order to send and receive Bitcoin. I don't yeah, know how I have it my, works on the Dapper side. I have my Dapper address, too. Is it a permanent address, or is it constantly changing? I have a Dapper code. Nice. Okay, cool. We should it's test this out. It's my recovery code for Dapper for Top Shot. We should test this out, man. I should send you like point zero 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 one Bitcoin just to see if it shows up. We should test this. Oh God, this is a this is a this is a nightmare. <laughs> but I haven't put any money in my account yet because I am terrified. <laughs> see, well, look, man, I'm rooting for you. I think it's awesome. You tweeted something about unboxing, and I got really excited because I thought it was cards being unboxed. But it turns out you were talking about sneakers, which is not nearly as fun. Oh, do you not watch the sneakers unboxing videos? I've seen it. It's cool. But how much cooler was it when I sent you guys that video about that Panini Prism being unboxed? That, that was, was fun. That, that was fun. But so I made my wife watch it. I made my wife watch a video of um, the Jordan Bread One Mids that she has. Okay. She. I don't think she could have hated anything more. How long was the unboxing video? Seven minutes. That's too long. That's too long. How's that too long? Like that's the I've seen the guys that do like the 13 minute unboxing videos and it's like oh, yeah. we can we can wrap this up in about 90 seconds, guys. What are they nah, showing? Dude. Are they doing nah, a dude. history lesson on the shoe? 
Yes. Yes. The box, uh, all okay. the different sides. Then we open it. Then we have to check out what's going on on the inside. Mm-hmm. Alternate laces. You're looking at all. Yeah. I mean, it's just too much. It's just too much. Dude, I, I, I get down with Dancy TV and Kingston Root. I watch those videos all the time. Yeah, but if you have the shoe, there's no reason to watch the video. You learn a little bit of stuff about it. You yeah, look at the okay. midsole, the different type of leather. She's like, it's, he's telling me it's black and it's red. Okay, I get it. And I was like, no, he, did you not hear him just mention the tumbled leather? It's different. <laughs> it's different. It's different. I watched, I watched multiple MA2 unboxing videos. Yeah. And since you have already unboxed them, please oh, tell me. Well, they are they are going to be the go-to shoe for spring and summer. I mean, yeah. these things are minty, bro. The gum soles with the hot pink air bubble, uh-huh. clean. I mean, it just – I'm a fan of gum sole anything. It can be – I mean, Blazers, Air Force Ones. Like, give me a gum bottom shoe. That's just a good look, man. They're nice. They're very nice. I was worried. I thought they might be too busy. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you, when you buy a shoe, it, it's different with the Jordan. You're like, I know what a Jordan looks like. I, I know what I'm sure. getting. But this is a different type of shoe. It's a, it's a new shoe. Um, but I like it, man. It's good. And you're going to like the way these things look. They're, they're going to fit on the foot nice. Uh, you'll be happy. I can't wait for, the, for your dog to start barking when that UPS guy shows up here in about 20 minutes. I know. I'm look. I keep. I'm keeping a lookout for FedEx. And I, let me. I literally. I literally just had to mute myself and go get my uh, Amazon shipment because Mona was losing her fucking mind. It's a good dog. <laughs> That's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. I guess. Yes. Oh, by the way, I will tell you this: Hartzell, the 2090s. Oh, baby. They right like I'm gonna see how the MA2s feel, but those 2090s, I think I'm gonna buy another pair of the 2090 EOIs. Just wait, man. Like, on I mean, no disrespect. Like, if you wait like a month, those things will be 30, 40 bucks cheaper. I know, and that's what I'm waiting on. That's why I have them up there under my favorites on Nike already. I'm waiting, but they I wore them for the two days. I was telling you guys of the two days I had to shoot. I wore them both days of the shoot. They feel so good. They, they're going to replace 270s as my most comfortable shoe. There's a stretch and give to them and a little bounce that I absolutely love. They looked good on camera. So when these videos come out, you guys will get a chance to see them. Check your footwork. Yeah, dude. Oh, oh man. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some lawn stuff. Oh, hang on. A couple more things. I did get 60 pizza boxes. So a, a Clever Girl pizza update. I did get 60 pizza boxes delivered last Wednesday. Oh, it's hilarious. So. It's a lot, man. What a disaster. It was, it was an accident. I think I might have been a little bit sauced up. Didn't read the number. Maybe thought I was ordering 20 pizza boxes. And then maybe they you, weren't going to get here on time. So I ordered 10 more pizza boxes. And, and then I ended then, up with 60. How many times did you hit buy? <laughs> Do you just hit the buy now button instead of add to cart? Well, I hit I hit buy like if these are there's probably like a two hour gap in here and I'm like oh they're not going to get here in time. I need to order some more and I ordered fifty one one time I ordered fifty the other time I ordered ten. So that's the world I'm living in right now. And shout out to my guy yeah that uh my my guy Edgar he got a pizza uh, last week. He is um, he started a new podcast, Yap Chicago. So if you're a Chicago sports fan, definitely give that a listen. 
another thing. What does constitute being tall? Uh, for girls, I think it's six feet and above. For guys, uh, I think it's probably like, I don't know, like six, six two, six three. I think I think a tall man is six one or taller. I think a tall uh, female is um, like five eight or taller. Interesting. Just because most I think most of I the women in my life are like five foot two, five foot three. You know, I I don't know a lot of a lot of women who are taller than that. See, I think that a 5'8 woman is maybe above average height, but I do not think that she is tall. Okay. And I think a 6'1 guy is above average height, but I also don't think he is tall. Yeah, I don't think you should be included in this discussion, man, because you have spent far too long around uh, elite-level athletes. Yes, elite-level athletes, both college and pro. Right, that's what I'm saying. A Wake Forest football player came into the five guys when I was there yesterday picking up my lunch. And he made me feel very, very small. But that's the thing. He's actually tall. Yeah. Like actual tall is probably 6'4", six, 6'5", six, and above. Otherwise, you're just above average height. And those are like, I'm above average height. I'm not tall. Right? I guess. Uh, you're not tall. I mean, you're you're not Thank even you. you're not even barely above that. I mean, you're 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 slightly above average height, bro. I'm slightly above average height. I'm average height. I'm like five eight. That's average. It's very okay. average. Yes, you're, you're slightly hey, can, above can, average. Can I ask a question? Not tall. Yeah, just a, I just have a philosophical question. Yeah. If one is below average height, are they short? No. Oh, not until you get to be like crazy short. Okay. You could be a little man. <laughs> what are we talking like Muggsy Bogues, like Spud Webb, like five six, five five? That's that's not short. Five, th- five three. Muggsy Bogues is short. Five three. You think? Wait, wait, wait. You think a guy? You think a dude who's five six is not short? He's that's a little man. Slightly below average. Yeah. Short has negative connotations, man. I don't, I'm, you know, I'm. Well, you guys are saying like tall has negative connotations. I think people come in all kinds of wonderful shapes and sizes. <laughs> I, I do too. But what I'm saying is, we got to stop giving people that are five foot eleven, like myself. We can't call that tall. We can't call a guy who's six one tall. He's not tall. Yeah. You're above average, but you're not tall. It's like people who say they love stuff. I don't drop L bombs on stuff. I save it. You know what I mean? Like you got to yeah. earn, earn that. You got to earn it. You Same concept. You got to be like if you're if I'm giving out tall, you got to be tall. You know what I'm saying? You got to be there tall. There we go. That's it. I know what you were saying. Um, and then the last thing before we talk, uh, we're gonna finish out the show talking all lawn care. So this is the last thing. My best friend's wife kept. She keeps trying to get me to take up traveling as a hobby. <laughs> she don't know you, bro. <laughs> what, a, what a terrible fucking idea. I mean, that's just not gonna happen, man. <laughs> See also ways to make Michael Felder miserable. That's like me being like, bro, you should really try milk. Like you should re- like give it another <laughs> chance, man. Or me so- telling Hartzell, I think NASCAR is your kind of thing. You should get into it. Yeah. Yeah. And Cerber, you know what you should really get into? I love everything. Give me it. Get, get a DJ set. That would actually be kind of cool. Oh, damn. <laughs> I did it bad. I, I, like, I like a lot of stuff. I'm an everyman. 
Okay. Well, you don't have one. I what have type one. of travel are we talking? Are we talking like like abroad? Yeah, nah, bro. I mean, you should get a passport just in case. Like, you should have one in case you need to flee. But yeah, you going to like Italy for a week? I don't see it, man. I just I don't see it. No, my like my brother. I think my brother and they're going to Turks and Caicos at some point. They've already been to like the Maldives and to um, what's that place in Greece? Rick Ross has a song about it. Mykonos, Santorini. I've been there, man. It's nice. A little overrated, but I mean, it's nice. It's very nice. Yeah, they've been to Santorini, Paris, obviously. Like that, and like, it just is so unappealing to me. And now, is we, this because she wants to go on like couples trips with y'all? Is that is I that think her that's angle a thing here? She, I think that's a thing she would probably like to do if it was a thing I was into. But I also think that she thinks she's like gonna make my life better by if I just like bend to her will. I mean, I could see you doing like Mexico for like a week. Like I could see you doing that, Felder. Why? Because I it's. I mean, it's just you're just chilling, soaking up the sun, baby. Do you think that I go? Felder, think I go out? I want to go outside when I'm on vacation. Soak it up, baby. If Felder was in Mexico, he would just sweat. So much the entire time he would just be uncomfortable. Yeah, he would just have a towel on his head, and just like constantly going inside to pour more cold water on the towel. Yeah, it's literally like like here's the thing. You could be a cabana boy. You could I mean you could just be hanging out in the shade though, dude. But here's the thing, and this is my sister. My sister in law, she's like invited us to go to Mexico. I love going to the mountains with them. It's fantastic. But what am I doing in the mountains? Not sweating. Yeah, and cooking. Yeah. You're doing what you would do at home. You're just in a different place. Every time, like, every time they go to Mexico, it's like an all-inclusive thing. So the thing that brings me the most joy, cooking, I don't even, I'm not even doing that. And I would love, like, if you're going to sell me on traveling somewhere, sell me on a market and an Airbnb where I get to do cooking the whole time. That's the only way to get me to, that's the only way. You need you need too much control to be able to do like an all inclusive thing. That would just yeah. someone so, telling you what you're supposed to do. So Felder, like the notion of you going to like an Airbnb to some place that's got like a chef's kitchen, like you know, I like the, that. You know what I'm saying? Like a tricked out Viking range, sub zero mm-hmm. fridge, just mm-hmm. like granite countertops, like the whole shebang, and then you can just be like, hey, I got this. I right. This. Or oh you're and you're in Mex maybe you're in Mexico and like there's a local fish market, right? And you so you got like fresh, super yes. fresh shit that you typically wouldn't have access to. Like I I think that's your speed. Yes, that is my speed. We went to Maine. I went to Maine actually with Martin Rickman and his girlfriend. My wife and I did. And did y'all go in the summer? Yes. Yeah, I've heard that's nice. It we had a house that didn't have air conditioning, it wasn't that nice. But yeah, literally see that- that's bullshit when places they're like, well, we don't need it here. Like when exactly that's exactly what sc- it was. Yeah. My wife was at school at Appalachian state and I would go see her in the summertime. And it's like, we, yeah, our apartments don't have central air conditioning. And I'm like, why not? It's like, well, we don't really need it. I'm like, it is 75 degrees. Are you a it's too wizard? hot. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, there's two things. One, I just put a cat. I just put the place we stayed in when I was working at Bleach Report in the in the thing. That's a, a second story. But the first one is when we went to Maine. My favorite days were my favorite day was when I went to the farmers market, got a bunch of stuff, and cooked with ingredients that I don't have access to back in Charlotte. Same thing with um, 
when I went to the Outer Banks, I went to the market, got some fresh seafood, and cooked with a bunch of stuff that I don't usually get. Salt life. Hashtag. And then I just sent you guys this picture of the castle. It's called the Blackberry Castle in Portland or right outside of Portland. This place looks posh, man. That's the Airbnb that we stayed in when I was covering the opening in 2015. And the kitchen is what you mentioned, Hartzell, just a baller ass kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. And we cook, I cooked dinner. Like I worked, we got up at six in the morning. We were at the field at seven and we got, we were done by three thirty, four o'clock. We stopped at like the Albertsons or whatever they have there, got food. And I came back to the house, took my shower. And then everyone else was like, we had drinks and we put music on and I cooked every day. And literally by the time we were done there, people were like, you were nicer to us on this trip than you've ever been. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, because I got to cook and not just like sit around and listen to people argue about what restaurant we're going to go to, which is one of my least favorite things in the world. By the way, this uh, Airbnb joint, two G's a night, man. But that's cheaper than booking eight people in hotels during it, during the event time. Yeah, maybe peak rates. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's get to the gardening. You guys waited long enough. I'm glad that you're here. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. And if you've enjoyed the stickers, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You doubted uh, me on the stickers, didn't you? You were like, did this asshole actually mail them? Like, are, are not, these things I ever going to actually make it out into the public? Did not doubt you. Did not doubt you. Also, Venmoed you. I know you did. Did not doubt you at all. Stamps aren't cheap. I know. That's why I sent you, that's why I sent you 150 bucks. Yeah, well, we're we're balling on the stamps. Don't worry. If we need more stamps, you let me know. No, that that's we're look. We're in business. We got a ton of stickers. We got a ton of stamps, and I stole envelopes from the break room at work. So we're just fine. I love it. So we're good to go, and we're seeing stamps in the wild. It's been pretty cool. I contributed nothing to this venture. I also love it. That's okay, bro. You're you're part of the you're part of the magic here. It's all right. Yeah. You know and we don't need oh, it. I oh, I know it's all right. <laughs> Felder, yes. I need to send you like. Yeah, I need a couple stickers. Uh, no, I. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I've. What if I sent you like a hundo, a hundo pack? What if I sent you a hundred stickers? I don't want to be the one sending stickers out. No, we got five hundred stickers. We've probably sent. What am I going to do with a hundred stickers? I mean, friends oh, and you family. Know, I, could, I could put them on the. I could put them on the pizzas. Or you could start slapping them on stop signs in Chicago or mailboxes. Oh, graffiti? Yeah, man, yeah, guerrilla little, marketing. Let's go. A little, a little mischief. I'm into it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, I'll send you a hundo. All right, sounds good. Yeah, we got um. <laughs> yeah, we got some really cool review, like really cool people using the stickers, man. So I like it. And folks are finding places to put them, and I it's I like it. I, I'm I'm down with it. Like we got um. Well, who 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 sent me that? Was it Pac-Man, SJ, SJP? Oh, no, that his setup for seedlings was baller. That wasn't the one with the stickers. There's another one with the stickers. I don't remember, man. I didn't write a good outline of what all is happening. So let's get into the gardening. I, let's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I was so busy. I'm busy doing my damn 
the draft stuff. We've had you to work. Not. We've had to yeah. work in the last week and a half. It's it's okay. It's you do it's, not have to explain yourself, man. You are golden. You are the best. We're good. I was so, I just like literally getting up to go into the office and like uh and I was like, what am I doing? You gotta put hummus on the table, man. It's all right. Yeah, we gotta get that hummus on the table. All right, let's go. Server, let's start with you. What do we got from a lawn standpoint? Yeah, we're going to work on the front and side uh, yard. Not really going to do anything in the backyard, but um, I got a bunch of uh, Weed X and Moss X um, and a broadcast spreader to spread. So, I, I, you know. Oh, these are pellets? I- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I need to spread this stuff first, which I'm going to do over the weekend. Um, and then Hartzell, of I- Hartzell and I have been chatting outside of the group text uh, about using his using his aerator and uh, he took a picture of how it hooks up to his john deere i took a picture of where my shit hooks up on my craftsman and i think we might be able to collaborate uh on this deal so uh uh actually literally just got delivered but you told me hold off on that until it's warmer Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm doing that. Not going to, not going to touch the Malorganite until I've gotten the seed down. Um, and on that note, uh, I'm going to Lowe's this weekend. I don't know exactly how much I'm going to get because I'm just getting too much. I'm just going to overseed the front and side yard with Zoysia. Um, now hang on a I'm second. I've, thing. I've been to Lowe's. They don't sell Zoysia seeds. Like, I, I mean, maybe correct me if I'm wrong here, Felder, cause you give me crap all the time about my beta fescue. <laughs> I've seen I've seen Bermuda grass, mm-hmm. I've seen fescue, I've seen rye. I have yet to see zoysia, well, in a in, bag in, of seeds. Well, in that in that case, I'll go to Tractor Supply. There's nurseries around. There's a lot of places I can go to get zoysia because that's what I'm getting. I would uh, because I would of, check and call I'm planting ahead. in the spring. I would check and call ahead. Well, I'm different than you. I wouldn't mind stopping into several nurseries and or <laughs> hardware stores. And being out until, you know, 1230, right past noon on a Saturday. Wow. So I appreciate oh, this is a, I, I get this where is you're a, coming. This is, this is a shot at my 11 o'clock lifestyle. Well, no, you have a I, curfew. I'm just saying I get where you come from. You're like, I'm going to call ahead so I don't get over there and waste my time. I, on the other hand, I'm like, I'm going to get over there and see what else I'm going to get besides what I'm planning on getting. And if they don't have what I'm planning on getting, I'll get this other stuff anyway. Okay. So... But yeah, I mean that's a good point. I, I don't so think you, I'm gonna you have like you know you like to waste your time. It's not a waste of time. If I'm getting something that's useful, how did I waste my time? Server like he likes to meander. He likes to he likes to stop and smell the roses. That's that's just how he is. That's okay. I like to browse. I like to browse too. I just am I, very. I don't call it. I don't call it browsing. Okay. Now your mom has called you a fiddler, correct? Yes. I, my my. My Oma and I would always say, like on Saturday, it's like, let's just piddle around. And by yeah. piddling around, we're just I going from place to place. No real object. My objective will be to get some zoysia seed. Um, if, I'm, if I can't do it, it's on Amazon. You know, I'll get it because I'm not putting the zoysia down immediately after. Um, it's going to be a couple weeks, I think, because I'm going to the beach next weekend with my dad and my grandpa. Yeah, but, it looks uh, like they... They don't have, I mean, obviously they don't have it at my Lowe's, but they sell it at Lowe's. Yeah. I could even order it online at Lowe's and get store pickup, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, well, that's what I was going to see. That's what I was going to say, because that's my main jam, is to order online store pickup. Yeah. So I could do that, too. 
Okay, we're good. But I'm not. I'm not in a rush with the grass seeds. So it, yeah, th- that's that's good to know though, Hartzell. Um, You're not in a rush. It's not. No, I'm not. I'm not in a rush in that. Like, I need to get the pre-emergent down first. I, I feel oh, like as long can... as I get this in by the end of March, I'm good. Well, here's the thing: you can't do pre-emergent and, and plant that grass. Why not? Because a pre-emergent stops it from growing. I thought it only. I thought it only killed weeds and moss and shit like that. That's on grown grass. That's on established grass. Yeah. And it's crabgrass. The pre-emergents are almost exclusively for new grass growth, not for weeds. Pre-emergents are for crabgrass, um, late season ryegrass that you don't want in your lawn. Like it's to stop those things from growing. What about henbit? What do I do with this henbit? You got to spray it. Okay. I got to spray it. So you're saying my grass is not going to grow if I put down pre-emergent? 100% what I'm saying. You got to let it you got to let that pre-emergent do its thing for like 2 or 3 months yeah. before you put grass down or seeds, yep. I should say. I'm, seeds. Okay. I'm confused then because I So you can't do both and you can't you can't seed and do pre-emergents. Serber, you know what you should do? I, I you want to buy grass. I can hear it in your voice. You want yeah. you want grass to grow. So aerate that bad boy, lay down some seeds, and then in the fall, you can lay down some pre-emergent. Yes, because if you have a you have a a warm season grass lawn, you can do pre-emergence in the fall. And those pre-emergence will stop winter grasses like the rye from growing and the fescue that has blown in from your neighbor's yards. It'll stop those seeds from growing, too. So you can have that brown carpet, that yellow carpet that we're looking for. Right. So I, I just have to live with like the wild onion and pre-emergent is not going to stop the like... wild. No, pre, hang maybe, on. Pre-emergent. Maybe pre-emergent. Wait, wait, maybe pre-emergent isn't what I think it is. I'm, it, I'm so I, I'm putting down what Scott's weed X and moss X. Okay. That's not pre-emergent. Okay. I didn't know that. What's pre-emergent. Pre-emergent is the, um, so. Pre-emergent. Let me make. Sure, let me double check because I haven't seen. I don't know. Let me double check Scott's weed X. No, weed X. You can't put that down. That's got halts. You don't want anything that has halts in it because halts is what kills crabgrass, which will also stop regular grass from growing. So you don't want to use. You don't want to use. A, I'm. A, I'm already not interested in my lawn anymore because of how confusing this has gotten. <laughs> Like, so don't put down the shit that kills weeds because it's also going to kill my grass. No, so no, why no. would I ever put it down? You need the other stuff that, okay, it doesn't kill. It stops grass from growing. Moss X, no problem. Only kills moss. So just put, so don't put the weed X down. Just put the mod, the, the moss X down. No. So here's, okay. So here we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go through it step by step. You cannot put down anything with halts until the fall. Okay. Because it will stop grass from growing. And if you want to grow grass, you cannot use halts because halts is designed to stop grass from growing. So you can't do that. What you can use is a traditional weed and feed. That weed and feed does not have halts. It will allow grass to grow. It's a broad, what you're looking for is a broad leaf weed killer. I thought that's what I got. That's what it said it was. <laughs> But it's got it, it. It is, but it also has halts, which is a crabgrass preventer, which is a grass which neutralizes grass seed from growing. 
All right. So the but the moss X is out too. It says kills moss and helps develop thick grass. That yeah, so, moss X is good. That? Moss X is moss X, moss X is fine. Do you, how much moss do you have in your yard? Uh, in the side yard, quite a bit. Yeah, so just use that on the side yard, no problem. You're good to go. And you can still grow grass while using that. Yeah, I'm already bummed out though because it's just going to be a ton of weeds left behind. There's not going to be a ton of weeds left behind. You just have to get a broadleaf weed killer. Now, hang on here, Felder. If if Cerber goes for a zoysia or Bermuda grass, that will choke out a lot of the weeds that are there, no? Yeah, once it, once it becomes mature and fully developed, again, I hate to sound like a salesman for True Green, but the best, um, the best defense against weeds is a, is a thick, full lawn. Cerber, you can put just about anything you want on grass that's actually, like, established. So here's the thing. When I'm saying broad when I say broadleaf weed killer, you know the things you hook up to your hose like the weed and feed? Yeah. Use that. Or yeah. a targeted weed spray, the one that has like the pump and the and you spray? I have that. That's what I, I've got a bunch of that. So just but use that's, you, that, that's annoying, man. I got to go around the entire fucking lawn. It's with very that annoying. Thing? Yes, it's very annoying. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to do that. To spot treat weeds, sure. But what you can I, yeah, do? Yeah, I'll, I'll do it for the wild onions, but not for my my entire yard is weeds. Like I don't. <laughs> there's very little grass left. Like I have to impress upon you, the people who had this house before us did jack shit outside. Like we inherited a tree that's just been cut down and left. Like another pile of like. Uh, lumber that's just left behind from where someone cut a tree and didn't have the tree cutter haul the wood off. Cerber, is your lawn purple right now? Is it just crawling with henbit and green onions? No, no, no. It's not purple. I mean, I guess there's crabgrass and there's like just a little bit left of whatever the native grass is. There's like some caterpillar grass. But uh, like th this lawn has not been seeded in probably 10 years. Let me give you a little a little a hope here, like a little light at the end of the tunnel, man, because I was there where you are like two years ago. And to Felder's point, it is a process of like, oh, man, I got to go around by hand and like spray some of these weeds that are like taking over the lawn. Yes, but really only one time. Like once you get them and they die, okay, and they get cooked by the poison that you're pumping into your soil, uh, lay some seed down, and over time, that stuff really will, it'll take over. Like, it'll start to All choke right. out the stuff that's used to coming back in the spring or that it will show up in the winter, and then you can drop those pre-emergence in the fall. I'm just yeah. pissed that I spent 28 bucks on this weed X, and I can't, I, I just have to throw it away. I can't use it for anything. No, just no, save no, no. it. Just save it save for it. once that grass is growing, and you can, you can put it on there you in got, the fall you, or the winter. You guys have made me way too fucking paranoid to ever put this on my lawn. I think it's no, going to no, no. kill all okay. my hard work. No, no, no. It's a, it doesn't kill grass. It stops seeds from germinating. Fine. I think that's the thing I'm trying. That's what I should have said to start. Okay. It's, that makes way more sense to me. It stops seeds from germinating. It stops specifically grass seed from germinating. Crabgrass, ryegrass, or in your case, it would stop the zoysia from germinating. Okay. It stops them from germinating. But once, so the thing that I would say for you with this zoysia that you're going to try, you're going to try and grow, I would say one spray for weeds first. Yeah. I'm a much bigger fan of spraying for weeds than I am of doing pellets for weeds. Okay. So literally just Scott's turf builder. Um, what's the other, I, 
I can't even remember the other brand. It comes in a black bottle. But it's just that is the weed and feed. You do that. Yeah, that's what I, I've got. I've got two big bottles of that, and I'll just. Do you have the one that hooks up to your hose? No, it doesn't hook up to the hose. It has a pump sprayer, but I can. So you know what? Get, I could probably, I could probably just get like a like a Miracle Grow jug and transfer that shit into there, and do it that way. Yeah, through if the you hose, get, it'll be if you get the, if you get the one that hooks up to the hose, you all have the ability to completely get full coverage on your yard. It's going to give you a fertilizer, and then you can also lay down your seed. You don't have to wait to lay down seed if you're just using a broadleaf weed killer, as long as it does not say also kills crabgrass right okay just a traditional broadleaf weed killer and you should be good to go and then yeah and then in the fall as hartzell mentioned you can do a pre you can do you have a if you have a warm season grass yard you do your pre-emergence in the fall hartzell can't do pre-emergence in the fall okay because he has that in the spring he's got to do it in the spring but hartzell also can't plant plant can't plant grass in the spring if he wants to do a pre-emergence to keep crabgrass out. You guys are just on opposite schedules. Got it. Well, yeah, I know I'm getting, like, basically the opposite type of grass that Hartzell had, and that's where why I wasn't confident in any of the stuff we've learned on the show so far. Yeah, I mean. Because <laughs> I, like, I was like, Hartzell's gotten this beta grass for yeah, so long. You're signing up for a brown grass half the year, man. Have fun. Enjoy that. That's fine. That's fine by me. It's going to be like walking on lush carpet. Like mine it's- is right now. Okay, very good. Wait until the summertime, though. Yeah, wait until the summer till your shit's all dead and wispy. Please, man, please. Looks like like someone dropped a fucking A-bomb on your yard. I've got a north-south-facing house. My lawn can handle it, guys. We're fine. Trust me. We're good. (laughs) Thank you for being so concerned about me and my beta grass. Please. No, but, well, you know, the only reason I, I really picked Zoysia was because it is something that can go down in the spring and potentially be successful. Yeah. It's, that, got, that it's was not going to pick. It's not going to get burned up in the summertime. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In the summertime, and it's going to be, it's still going to thrive and it takes le- a lot less water. Yeah. I'm overseeding too. I'm doing way too much too. Cause my assumption is that the birds are going to wipe out some of this seed. Have you seen Zoysia seeds? No, they are not that interested in it. Oh really? It's a lot of work, man. <laughs> They're tiny. Okay. Okay. All right then. Cool. Perfect. They are they are tiny. They're tiny. Same as like Bermuda. Very small seeds. Like you know when you. I'm trying to think of the way to describe. Like you know when you see Bermuda, get the little like. It's not antlers aren't the right word. The little like um, antenna on the top of it. Mm-hmm. When Bermuda gets long. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the seeds. The little black oh. dots. Yeah. Those are the seeds. <laughs> Versus when fescue gets tall, you can actually see like those big tufts of seeds. Got it. Okay. That yeah. was a lot of that was a lot of lawn talk. And I'm glad we talked you off the ledge, man. I felt you made you started to make me feel bad. Well, I'll be honest. I mean, have you guys been to a nursery lately? Like no. it, it is, dude, it it's it's time. I mean, we're, yes. it's 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 mid-March. Um, people are sick of winter. They're loading up on plants. I mean, it, it, it is time. I, I've brought home eight bags of potting soil from Costco my last two trips, and these hey, are I, not small bags. So Just a, just a real quick, 43 ba- five-pound bags of Zoysia, Zenith Zoysia Pennington, available at North Winston Lowe's. 
So that's a win. I'd get them now. How, wait, how and, big and is I've the got bag? Scott, and, and I've got Scott's five-pound bags unavailable, but delivery available. A five-pound bag of seed is not a lot of seed. I know that. I have to buy a lot of it. Yeah, this stuff and is... All, Dude, this stuff it's is expensive. A five pound, it says a five-pound does 1,000 square feet. I don't have great measurement, but my front yard's not huge. Yeah, you're right. So you I think, what, maybe I was going to get three just to be safe. Okay. And, my, and I was committed already to spending about 150 bucks on grass seed. So if I really – I mean, I sh- maybe I should just go ahead and get four since I was already banking on it. I think three is good. Okay. Because the other thing about it is all you want is that first growth and then the plants start to grow themselves. Right. Okay. Well, I'll do three. I'll, I'll do three bags. And uh, so I mentioned in the, te- in the text thread that I got some malorganite uh-huh. um, because it's been so highly recommended. You told me not to put it down yet because it's uh-huh. a high nitrogen and it'll burn that shit up. Yeah. Uh, so what month? would you recommend me whipping out this malorganite to, to just, to just really go overboard with it? Like it, you're it saying takes, late summer, August, maybe it takes the grass. It's going to take this grass probably 20 days to start to come up. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to keep it. And cause you're going to have to keep it pretty wet, like not soupy, but it's going to have to stay pretty moist so that the seeds come up. And then after that, I mean, you're going to have to see like second, second tier and third tier grass where you're starting to see not just the grass, but you're not, not just the green, but then getting it to growth to the point where you're able to mow it and to the point where you have to mow it. Mm-hmm. And that's when I would probably, that's when I would put it down, which is probably going to take, I don't know, two months, three months. Okay. So yeah. All right. Think about it late June, early July. Got it. And then when you put it down, I would definitely make sure I water it heavy. Okay. Um, just cause you want to protect it. Right. And if anybody has better advice, please come, email us hit the pod at gmail.com. Um, and, 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 and just to note, I'm not trying to win neighborhoods best lawn. <laughs> I'm just trying to not have bare spots, but be, be sensible about it. Like, you know, I don't want to just put down bullshit. If I am eventually going to care a little bit more about the lawn. Hey, let's get Kramer back on here, man. Let's let's get Adam Kramer back on here. That dude, he took my lawn game to the next level. There you go. So let's have him educate. We'll have it back on. Serbs. All right. I got some listener stuff. We got uh, from Josh at Support for Truth. Uh, got a – he said thanks for the two-hour podcast because he got bulk rock delivered. Yeah, I saw that picture, man. He's living a very, very charmed life. It's a lot of rocks. Well, shout out to Hodgepodge, who told him to rent a mini skid steer, and he did it. Baller. He, thanks for the pro tip. I don't mind avoiding that much manual labor. I just rented a dingo, and I'm about to start hustling. I mean, that's dope as hell, man. I mean, you can rent them at Home Depot. I don't know what they cost, but I've seen them in the lot. Rent me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From Sunbelt? Uh, they're orange. I don't, or is yeah. Lowe's Sunbelt? Uh, I don't know. Sorry. Lowe's has Sunbelt stuff. Can't um, no. There. Dude, I've driven, I've driven plenty of Bobcats. They're awesome. 
they got the independent wheels. Like, you know how most wheels work front wheel, back wheel? Hmm? Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I don't operate... I don't operate bobcats in my spare time, man. Yeah, you drive a car, though. I do operate a car. And you have four-wheel drive, and, like, you, it has... Your front wheels are tied with your back, or your front wheels are tied together, and your back wheels are tied together. Okay, I follow you. They have, they're tied together side to side. So when you turn, there's two controls, left and right. And so when you turn to turn right, you pull back on the right, up on the left, and then it wheels you around to the right. Then you push both controls forward, and then you go forward. Nice. It's amazing. Yeah, I told you guys I knocked over a Porter John. Or I not I didn't knock it over, I dropped a Porter John. Was it full? Uh, yeah. Of shit. Yeah, construction worker shit. Oh. Not good. I got it set back up right. Yeah, but still. Yeah, it was bad. They but I just had to make sure I got out of there in time so that nobody knew that it was me and I didn't get in trouble. Uh, shout out to Meredith MC Bryson. She got her bulk, her bulk mulch, bulk, her bulk mulch delivered. Yeah, that debate She's, raged for several weeks, by the way. It did. <laughs> I mean, there were but, some people that came after your red mulch takes. Yeah, some folks didn't like the red mulch. But everybody seems to be in on bulk mulch. I guess when I go home, I'm going to be a bulk mulch boy. But still in red. <laughs> I don't care. I like the red, man. Hey, man, you, the heart wants what the heart wants. It's okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Meredith Bryson again. Pine straw is nice sometimes, but it doesn't break down and provide nutrients the way mulch does. I also get annoyed when leaves get stuck in it. But oh. she did say she's a camp kid, too. Leaves get stuck in everything, in fairness. So, you know. What do you mean leaves get stuck in everything? Leaves get stuck in mulch, too, guy. Nah, not in my mulch. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what happens? The mulch just pushes it away? I just blow it out. You can blow leaves out of pine straw? What are you, did you hear what he just said, Serber? All right, and what's going to happen to the pine straw? Some of it will get moved. Some of it will get moved, but it can be done. I did it. Guys, I did it. I did it two weeks ago. Okay. I had a bed of pine straw with a bunch of leaves on top of it. The leaves got blown off. Some of the pine straw got removed. I replaced it with fresh pine straw, raked and bagged all the leaves. See ya. Look, it can be done. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Straw guy. Okay, um, let's see what else we got. Listener feedback here. Oh, this is about the ferns and I didn't the fern bulb. This was a lot. This was a thing. This was a question for Holly. We'll ha- we'll do this one when Holly comes back on. I'm not going to delete it. <laughs> uh, we already did a shout out to Pac-Man SJP for his baller setup. We got another baller setup here, Fields of Dreams. That is, is this one with the sticker? Yes, this is the one with the sticker. So here we go. Fields of Dreams on Twitter. 
We got the sticker on the watering can. Oh, and that reminds me, dude, I had to try to, I'm trying to fix my plants. They got a little leggy, which they are just like up. They're on top of the refrigerator and they're trying to like bend over towards the light. And so they got too long to hold themselves up. And I just got to, I don't want these things to die and I don't want to restart my plants. Ugh. Why don't you give them a little, why don't you break them off like a little balsa wood or some popsicle sticks or something, man? Oh, good call. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, so, some support system. Good you call. Have, I you, got don't have, you don't have some, some craft sticks laying around, man? You got a little two-year-old running around? You got some no, craft sticks? Have, no, we don't have craft sticks. I got skewers, though. Yeah, oh, that'll, that'll work. I'm making corn dogs on Friday. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Dude, I don't go to fairs but once a year, and obviously I didn't go this past year because of COVID, but, man, I seek out footlong corn dogs at the, the corn fair. dogs are a beast right i mean so, oh so good i got a question for you all right so i've been looking at different recipes and kind of making put cobbling together my own recipe for these corn dogs a lot of there's some recipes that are like make the corn dog um there's recipes that are like the corn dog and put the skewer in it and then dip the hot dog, but make sure you cut the skewer off so it fits in the pot. Why can't I just make the corn dog and then stick the skewer in it after? That's what I thought. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Interesting. No, I've only seen them dropped in with skewer on. Yeah, I know, but... Because you don't know where that hot dog is in there, man. It's like the guys on Curse of Oak Island. They're trying to find the money pit. They're just drilling. They don't actually know. Right, sir. So, I, so yeah. what you're saying is I have to cut these skewers down. So I'm only going to have like a one inch or two inch skewer to fit into my the pot that I use for frying. No, you drop them vertical. You just hold it. Vertical? The yeah. hot dog's going to be out of the fucking grease. Boy, I don't know, man. You might have to YouTube this. I don't know. I don't know how they don't do it have... at the State Fair, but it's delicious. Yeah, at the State Fair, they have a deep fryer. How are you frying it? I'm deep frying it, but I don't have a deep, like a deep, they have a deep fryer. Oh, I like, see what you're saying. You don't, it's like 18 inches long. Your where you depth can can't accommodate. Skewer. I understand. Got yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Bust out the turkey fryer, man. Do better. I might have to. That's a lot of grease to just that's make. A lot, that's a lot of oil. Yes, that's <laughs> a lot of oil. Oh, and last thing, we've been watching a lot of um, house hunters. And... There are people that are buying houses based upon Christmas trees and decorating. I, that I know, that, I know that's a foreign concept for you. Is that a thing you think about? No, but I'm Jewish. Summer, is that a thing that you thought about when you were buying a house? Uh, sorry, I just I just dropped one hundred and forty four dollars on Zoysia grass seed on Lowe's.com. What was the question? <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> So, and we got a, we got a thing from uh, BMay93 on uh, Twitter. And here's, a, this is the cool thing. Because the Christmas tree thing kind of drove me crazy. Because I can't imagine caring enough about a Christmas tree to pick where, what, pick what house I buy. But there are like five episodes that we've watched in the last week and a half where people are like, well, this will be great for the Christmas tree. Or this yeah. is where we will put the Christmas tree. Oh, I don't know where I would put my Christmas tree in here. Uh, it doesn't. I don't like this one. We're, it, it's, there's no great place for the Christmas tree. Father, as you know, that's not a real show. So, I understand the concept. 
But yeah. I'm just saying, the question I wanted to ask you guys before we tap out, what is, what do you think is your own personal quirk that you would pick a house based on? Oh, this is easy for me. Okay. Where's the TV going to go? That doesn't feel weird. No, but you asked my personal quirk. That's it. That's that, all. that and looking out the backyard and not wanting to see neighbors, that's pretty much it. Where's the TV going to go? Can we house a 70-inch? And can my neighbors look at me off the back deck? That's pretty much it. What are you doing on your back deck that you don't want the neighbors to see? Nothing. Fuck, literally, fuck just, <laughs> literally just hanging out. <laughs> literally just walking around in a Manu Ginobili jersey. Like, nothing. But that's not the point. I don't, sure I just, cocking it in a Manu? Yeah, no bottoms. Donald, Donald Duckin. I'm going Winnie the Pooh. Manu Ginobili sure jersey, it, no bottoms. Yes, correct. <laughs> man, I just like the privacy, man. The what now? Privacy. Privacy. What is, what is Are we becoming an English show? Yeah, Bear Grylls. We're stuck on a glacier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me some more. I need more Bear Grylls. Where is Bear Grylls these days? That guy know, had not... the best show on TV, and then he just left. What, Man vs. Wild? Yeah. Wild won, dog. <laughs> nah, it didn't win. It didn't win. What if we did a show where I drink my pee for fun? For me, it was the grubs, man. Like digging around in the rotted wood and pulling out larvae and just being like, I mean. If, uh, if you're in a survival situation. He's not these Australian. Are with proteins and he's, nutrients. He's not Australian. I mean, I'm sorry I can't do the accent. That's not my. That's not you sound really like you're from program. London. <laughs> but no, I am. Serber, what's yours? What's my what? It's got to be guitars, right? Yeah, music room. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, when I'm buying a house? Yeah. We only bought this one house, and I was just kind of like, can we live there? <laughs> it needs a lot of work. Can we afford this? <laughs> I don't know what mine would be. be choosers. <laughs> I don't know what mine would be, man. I guess mine would be basement, finished basement. Felder, I think you'd have a few of them, bro. I mean, let's be honest. We love you, but I think you'd have a few. That's why you like watching the show. I think I would like to, I want to be able to see my neighbors and what they're doing. You're like, I can't believe they went with the Mediterranean ranch. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can't believe Hartzell's out there with just a Manu Ginobili jersey. What on about the power lines? <laughs> now, I think that, you know what? After living here in Chicago, the answer for me, the biggest thing that I probably would, would pick that people, other people wouldn't think about is probably kitchen access to grill and smoker. Oh, there you go. It has been because in Charlotte, my kitchen is all, I live in a raised ranch. Oh, that's another thing I get really pissed about when people call a raised ranch a split level. They're different things. Um, but I live in a raised ranch. And we have a patio pad out back, but I have to go downstairs to get to the grill. Not ideal. So I, have, so I have to go down the stairs to the front door, then down the stairs to get to the bottom level, then through our laundry room, out the back door to get to the grill. You can't put the grill on the, the deck? It's we don't too have big. A deck. Yeah. No deck. But you had a deck right off the living room. In Chicago, we do. Got it. 
in Charlotte, again, I live in a raised ranch. I have to go down the two flights of stairs to go out through the laundry room, out to the, out to the, to the grill, which is great. If I'm doing a long cook, like if I'm smoking something, that's no big deal. But if I'm doing something that's going to be relatively quick, like a skirt steak, I can't even come in. Like, what's the point? Yeah. But in Chicago, say all one level, grill to kitchen, I just have to walk through the living room, dining room. The only way this would be better for me, but it's not big. Only way it would be better is if my kitchen was where the sliding glass door is and then the living room was on the other side. Then I would just go kitchen to grill, kitchen to grill. That I think is my, that's my go-to. Shout out to the grill boys out there. It's about to be grilling season. No, it's, no, we can, what time do you have to leave? Three minutes. Three minutes. Okay, we're going to talk about this. Grilling season should not be summertime. No, it's spring. Spring and fall. Summer's too hot, man. I understand. Summer's too hot. But you get that kitchen rag over the shoulder and you use that to wipe your hands and the brow, then you're in business. Summer's too hot. I man, I think summer is a great time to grill because it's too damn hot to, to get turn the house the oven hot. and stove on. That's why I like grilling in the summer. It doesn't mess up my house. And look, man, we're not talking about two o'clock in the afternoon. You know, sun is at its highest peak in the sky type grilling. We're talking like seven thirty. Put the wife and kids to bed. Crack open the high life's grilling. Yeah. And what are you? You're you're grilling when your wife and kids go to bed? No, it's just an expression. <laughs> Yeah, I make, listen, I make a whole dinner. I make a whole dinner. I send my wife and kids to bed. Then I go out and grill. (laughs) Y'all motherfuckers sleep. It's time for some ribs. Ginobili. (laughs) I just got a shirt on. I'm taking these damn pants off. Go to bed. my My neighbors can't see me. Oh, man, I was taking a drink. You almost got me to do a spit take. <laughs> Dude, I was mowing the lawn last summer, and this car drove past. I mean, Cerber, you've seen my house. I live on a road. The speed limit's like 50. Yeah. And I wasn't, like, close to the – like, I, I didn't have my back turned to the road, but I was close enough to the road that this car drove by, and some asshole yells out of his pickup truck, Ginobili! <laughs> Scared the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> Yanked uh, also, the wheel, 50, drove your 50, drove your drove your lawnmower into a ditch. I was 50, I, I I jumped. I mean I, I definitely jumped. But fifty is more like a suggestion out there as yeah, well. It's, so it's a free. You're throw. in the sticks, man. There is no highway patrol, state trooper, like Forsyth County Sheriff's Department. None of those people are on your road. Yeah, we're right on people the county are, line too. Yeah, yeah, free for all. Yeah. Once yeah. a listen. Once a once a murderer decides to come see you, they like good luck calling the cops. Come on, man. We're you know we're packing here. Oh, yeah, that's true. All right, good point. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. That was fun. We talked a lot. Listen, I hope we helped you with your with your lawn server. I hope we helped some other people, too. I think Man. so. Man, we had a good time. All right, folks, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. If you have a sticker, I better see that ass in them reviews. That's not a threat. That's a promise. Wait, what's the <laughs> promise? I don't know. Because you just, it sounded more like a threat. You were just like, you better. <laughs> you I don't better. Know, man. That's it's a win- promise. <laughs> it's Wednesday. I have to make six pizzas today. It's an expression. That <laughs> sure is. It's an, yeah, it's an expression. I'm taking the hearts away out. It's an expression. All right, guys. We're out of here. Thanks for listening. Sandy Koufax. Let's grow. <laughs>